Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Weston Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. I compromised with Fitty. He said, look, all right, I know we usually play Billy Joel here at 2 o'clock on a Friday, but we also go in with the Team Week intro, so can I play some Billy Joel? And then, Wes, of course, you know Fitty. He's going to put some lies on something. Right. You know how he does. He's going to stretch the truth. And he said, look, this is the only thing that I contribute to the show. It's my one staple that I put on the show just trying to convince me to let him play Billy Joel. And I was like, wait, where are you going to play at two o'clock or what are you going to play at two forty-five? Well, I'm going to play Narcos. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, so that's another thing. What, you know, 50 favorites Wednesday. Right. Well, As if yeah. he doesn't get three segments yeah. for a show and that's then right. get multiple opportunities to talk yeah, right. when he's not eating Snickers and combos. That's that's right. Yes. You're right. When I'm trying to kick it to a 50 flash, I have to hold on because he's not done with his combos yet. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's the only, but no, it's not fair if I don't let him go to Billy Joel. Right. So anyways, you're welcome, Fitty. You're welcome. It is a Fitty Friday, if you ask me. A Fitty Fry, yay. It hits every time. Like, it, I, I know you get tired, you got tired of hearing it every day. Oh, I, I really did, to be honest with you. But every <laughs> Friday at 2 o'clock, like, this is like, this is how I know I'm near the weekend. When I hear Piano Man, I'm like, well, it, one you, more damn hour. Well, I, I know that you're going to love it, and I know Myron Goodman is always going to love it because he texts in every single time. And he always says, this is the best bump music of the entire show, every single time. So you know what's funny? Yesterday, I put everybody else's music on blast, and I pretty much That's right. said I'm the best music player here at the station. DJ, whatever you want to call it. I, I come in this morning, <laughs> and you know what Shroppy's doing in the side studio? Is he He's downloading like, music? Man, I'm getting the, the some, some new music for the morning show. And I was like... Oh, Flounder. Flounder stepping on your toes, to stepping on them toes. Flounder just happens to be in studio. You, what do you uh, make of Shroppy criticism? You trying to come for my mantle? What's what song? What songs are is is he getting? I I only play a specific type of song, so yeah, unless like, it yeah, fits like, that category. Yeah, Linkin Park soundtrack from '96. <laughs> That's one of the greatest Music alternative Wars. rock bands ever. Music I mean, Wars. if I, if you if you didn't listen to their music as a kid, you're just a pathetic loser. Oh, Dang. that makes sense. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I think that music should be parked from you know the soundtracks because how old it is <laughs> how so, old it is piano man is an older song than anything lincoln park has ever made and ever. it is a classic like you are an ass you're you're an ass i mean, I mean my been, god babies have been conceived to piano man what you don't think babies were conceived to lincoln park concerts yeah uh, trailer park babies oh man this is right ridiculous. I mean, so, can somebody get my back here? Like, are anybody Linkin Park? Anything? Uh, no, I like Linkin Park. Thank when they did the mashup with Jay Z, it you, was pretty dope. Yes, yeah. yes, all always a great one. Yeah. Well, my question was, what was Shroppy doing in order to get music that Flounder wasn't playing? Like, why Shroppy? I wasn't even alerted that he was getting music for my show. He was like, "Yeah, bro, I got to get some new music for the morning show." <laughs> that sounds why. like how you. I think Fitty might be capping, trying to get a. 
people to you turn know, on Shroppy. I wouldn't I wouldn't put no, him past because, it. Dude, Shrop Shrop and I, like our bond has grown even deeper in the last few weeks. And yesterday okay. you hit an all time high. Oh, I, go ahead and say go ahead and say it. Go because, ahead and say it. you know, he was like, Fitty, I know you used to I know you used to hate me, which I did hate Shroppy when you first got hired. <laughs> But there were external factors for why this hatred existed. You're a horrible person. <laughs> but he, he did say, he was like, you are my favorite person in the building. So he t- I, I'm in the fishbowl with Colin, and Fiddy <laughs> walks in, and he is smiling ear to ear, legitimately happy, glowing, saying, Shroppy told me I was his favorite today. And me and Colin are just laughing because of how excited Fiddy was. So this is unfortunate for Shroppy because now you feel so proud about this fact that you need to tell Flounder this on top of Shroppy criticizing Flounder's music. And so now I just feel like Flounder is catching Shroppy shade, shade, strays (laughs) from all across the board here. How do you feel about this? I hate this kid. I hate this kid. I I don't even blame you, man. Like you guys went and had some beers. The producer... Happy hour is something that has taken place. And yeah, here he is he's talking. Turning his about back you. on me, he's saying my music isn't good enough, so and he's got to get more music the in there. That was in between his legs was flounder. Was flounder? This, I mean, this is the is this ultimate confirmed? betrayal of the. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, Shrop. If you head to your car later this afternoon and there's a flat tire, wow, wasn't me. I know that. I don't. I don't know. I'm no. just as saying. Long, as long as you have a fat tire beside, it, I think he'd be okay. That's, that's oh, stupid. who you? <laughs> He's talking about the beer. He's talking about the beer. Oh. <laughs> thank, 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 thank you. I, I thought he just right. looked like a fat tire. So. All right. So uh, send your condolences to Flounder. You know, send that tweet at him, text him, whatever you want to do. We have to move on. We have to talk about ECU. Give our final predictions. The end of ECU being the featured team on Team Week. Hit the intro, Finny. It's the sound you've waited months to hear. It's caused some of your greatest triumphs. The Pirates were the better team today, and they win it 27-22. And your biggest heartbreak. Chris Johnson bounces off a one. He's still up. Johnson to the outside has a chance. Foot race. Goodbye. It's the option at Georgia Tech. It's Howard's Rock. The smoke in Miami. And every Saturday, you tap that sign. College football is here. All right, Wes, let's start off with what is a tough month to begin your football season. That it is. ECU, they are going to lead off their season by going to Ann Arbor, playing Michigan on September 2nd, a noon kick. They'll play Marshall at home. Then they go to Boone and play Appalachian State on September 16th before they finish with Gardner-Webb before they uh, really head into, I guess, one more game in September against Rice. But if you just want to focus on those first four games, man, I think you'd be great. I think you, if, if you were offering Mike Houston a 2-2 two and two record to start the season, you take it and run. And Marshall is going to be the one that is kind of a swing game there. What do you make of the first four games of the schedule? That's what I've got there. I've got them going 2-2. Two and two. Of course, Michigan, I mean, you don't want to call it a check game because I'm sure East Carolina's not getting a check to come and play like this. Some also ran. But, uh, you know, this is just food for Michigan to be able to chow on to start the season. 
But then when you talk about Marshall, uh, Marshall's got some stuff coming back. When you talk about Rasheen Ali, who missed most of 2022 after he ran for 1,400 yards, he's coming back at running back. They've got Cam Fancher at quarterback. They said he's shown a lot of promise as well, but they're going to be looking for some targets at wide receiver. I think East Carolina might have just enough to be able to beat Marshall at home and what should be an exciting game. Those ECU fans should be pumped up about that. Then you go to App State. Uh, last year, they had the lowest win total since moving to the FBS, but five of those six losses came by one score, so they'll be chomping at the bit to get back on track, and so they've got to find a quarterback to replace Chase Rice right now. Looks like Ryan Berger could be the guy, but I'm going to give them two and two. Gardner Webb, they should be able to get that done, and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt against Marshall that they get the job. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go the same way just because that game is at home. If it was in uh, Huntington, West Virginia, then I think it would be a little different, but because they're at home, because that environment is so highly thought of, I'll go ECU two and two to start their college football season with only one more game left to go in September. But as I mentioned with their tough schedule, just to give an overview of what's to come for the Pirates this season, if you look at what their schedule compares to with the rest of their conference opponents, they have the third hardest schedule behind only UAB and Tulsa. Their odds of bowling right now according to ESPN Advanced Stats, is only 29%. So that game against Marshall, we were talking about the most important conference games. Hell, you can just go right there, at least with Marshall being a part of their schedule. You go to Marshall, I mean, that's a huge one. If you go one and three, one and three is going to be a bad start for this Pirate squad. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. All right, the next one, let's just kind of break this up into four games apiece. Rice, SMU, Charlotte, and Texas San Antonio. Those will be the next games that they have. They'll have to travel to Rice. They'll have two games at home against SMU and Charlotte, and then they hit the road to play UTSA. What's the next four-game record that you would expect for ECU to finish? Well, they head down to Rice to take on JT Daniels. He might put on a USC helmet when he runs out of the tunnel because he's got so many. He's been to so many schools. He might put on the wrong helmet, but I'm going to give them a win down there in Texas to get it done. And SMU, we talked about that. Uh, One of the teams in their division or in their conference, Casey Thompson at quarterback. I'm not fully sure that I trust him, but I think SMU will have enough uh, of the requisite talent to be able to get uh, the job done. And then Charlotte, man, listen, I'm going to go full Queen City. I don't know what Biff Pogey's going to roll out there, but I'm going with them to give East Carolina the Okay, even on the road, I like Poji and that mantra he's coming in with. Listen, defense and running game travels. It's a real thing, folks. And if they run the ball the way Big Biff Poji wants to run it, they're going to get the job done. And then against UTSA, this is another team in Conference USA. Potent offense, uh, good young quarterback. I think they take the L there as well. So I think they're going to deal with a little bit of adversity. I got them going one and three during this gauntlet. Um, Rice is projected to finish worse in the conference this upcoming season. So I'm going to give them the win against Rice, which will get them back on track if they do lose against App State and Michigan. Uh, And I'm sorry, they have Preston Stone as the quarterback at SMU. My bad. I said Casey Tom. No, you're good. Um, We all forgive you. So now we can move (laughs) on and go with their win against Rice on the road. Even if it is on the road, I would expect ECU to win. That would give them a 3-2 and record at that point. Problem is, SMU skipped 
you think Charlotte for now and then UTSA, especially on the road, those are two teams that are expect, expected to battle for the conference championship. Yes. So I'm going to have ECU just with so much turnover, right? Like if they had Holt Nailers again, then yeah, we could give them a legitimate chance against these guys. I expect ECU to lose both of those games. And I'm going to expect them to lose against Charlotte. You come on. You thought I was going right, to pick baby. Come Charlotte? on. Let's go. You thought, let's I gonna, go. you thought I was going to pick them to beat Charlotte? I'm not doing that. Big Pogey. Yeah. Biff Pogey is going to come in and run the damn ball. That's, That's what we're right. going to do against that defense. <laughs> and so I expect the 49ers to win that one. At least I'm saying it here. So only in the next four games, Wes, I think you and I are both kind of on the same page here. Rice was the only victory that we gave them in that first game. So now if you want to do the math, you go two and two in your first four. You go one and three in the next four three and six record not off to a great start let's kick it off the uh the last quarter here so at the the way that you'll finish the season Tulane FAU Navy and Tulsa needing three wins to become bowl eligible Wes do they get it done in the last four games of the season uh I think they are able to get the job done and when you look at Tulane what they've got listen that's just going to be an L for them because I think the quarterback plays too strong Michael Pratt he is fancy. That's one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the country, according to Pro Football Focus. So I think that's going to be just a little bit too much. And they are the favorites to win the American. But then you got Florida Atlantic and they've got Casey Thompson. So I'm not too sure by him. I, I've never been a big fan. This is his third school. So I'm going to give them the advantage over Florida Atlantic. They get the win. Navy, I give them the win. And Tulsa, I give them the win to finish at 6-6. Six and six, And they'll get into some low tier bowl that I will not watch because I don't watch bowl <laughs> games until there are teams from Power 5 football involved. Yeah, so this is kind of the you have to take advantage of some of these 50-50 ball games part of the schedule and luckily for them, if they do lose against some of the tougher competition on what is a tough conference schedule, then they will have some ground to make up and it does provide an opportunity for them to do so. Tulane, I expect an L there as well and Wes, I expect them to finish with five wins on the season. Oh! Oh, no bowling go, in no. Greenville. I just think against FAU on the road, against Navy on the road, and then even if Tulsa at home, man, those are 50-50 ball games mm. compared to where everybody is going to finish. So that loss to Tulane, you'll have to win out to go bowling, and then I expect them to lose one other game. I expect them to go 5-7 and seven on the season, and that'll do it. You have Mike Houston in his third straight bowl. Yeah. I do not. And so with the overall feeling on this team, if we just want to dive a little deeper, what are some things to watch for as we give our final predictions as to what could make? Because it's going to get close, as yeah. you mentioned. It's going to you're you're putting them with their backs all the way up against the wall, having to win out. So, what are some swing factors that we can talk about? Well, is this basic as we talked about? It's going to come down to quarterback play because if they're not able to get it done, you can lay a lot at the feet of Mason Garcia. This is a four-star player. We know Coach Logan talked about how the star system goes, but. A lot of those guys that do get the high stars, a lot of them can play. And I'm expecting Mason Garcia to be a guy that might not be a world beater, but could be good enough to get East Carolina to a bowl game. I know they've got a lot to replace. The defense needs a lot of fixing. But I just feel like the thing that I'm going to watch for is Mason Garcia's development early in the season. Does he look the part of the guy who can lead him? We know he's got the size 6'6", 240. We know he can run, but does he have the requisite accuracy and decision making because in the one start that I watched him play, he struggled as far as just being a kid, scrambling around, throwing it around, but that was 
a while ago. So hopefully he's grown a lot from then. He's a career 50% passer. So he's going to need to step up and be the guy early for them and late as well. And I think that's going to be the thing to watch for. Is Mason Garcia capable of living up to the hype? We went with our most important games on the schedule. There's a lot of them considering how tough it is. But the one easily, and I'll say this, maybe not easily, but maybe the more polarizing decision that we made, Wes, we both had ECU dropping their game against Charlotte. Yeah. That game is going to be a monster huge, matchup. Huge. At the midway point of the season, with ECU having gotten off to what is presumably not the greatest start because of the competition that you have to face. And if you don't beat Charlotte, you have tough games against San Antonio and Tulane back-to-back. FAU is not an easy trip to make, by the way, going down. And plus, we know about Navy's tradition. Charlotte is a monster game for ECU, especially with them, despite all the turnover, expecting still to finish above Charlotte in the conference. That's going to be a fun game. I'm going to be be tuned in for that one because, like I said, East Carolina has always loved to beat the in-state school. So that's going to be a good one. All right, we can answer some of these ECU texts on the other side. Plus, Wes told me about the QB documentary. I'd seen it advertised, and I decided to just run all the way through it yesterday. I just binge-watched it, got through every single episode. It was so much fun. This thing is incredible. I want to share some thoughts on it coming up next on Wes and Walker Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNC. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's Weston Walker on Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Thanks for joining us on 92.7 FM. A couple more segments to go. We're getting everybody hype in the studio for the Luke Holmes concert tonight. Even if this isn't Luke Holmes playing right now. I know Fiddy, Flounder, they're going. I want them to have a good time, Wes. I do, too. I was I just giving them the... Uh, the- the drinking limits that they should have <laughs> during the break. You guys are going straight to um, uh, where are you guys going after this? I forgot. We're going down to the doghouse for oh, a little, thank you. For the little pre-concert party thing. And, you you uh, know what I wanted to do? We talked about bad dogs the other day. I wanted to say bad dogs, and I couldn't get doghouse in my head, but that's what it was. So you guys are going to the doghouse in a second. Yeah, yeah that's where we're going to go after uh, we get done, uh, or whenever I get done uh, on the air, and... Uh, just you and Flown. Yeah, gonna 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 flex the wad a little bit tonight, cause I uh, flex the wallet. Is that what you said? Yeah. 
Okay, I mean, based off what he told us, yeah, Flounder, y'all could have a great night if he decided to really spend. Like you guys could get it in tonight. Those fat stacks, as yeah. he said. Ooh, 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 easy, man. Well, that's also something else. But I mean, go I'm ahead. saying y'all could get the Uber XL. Y'all could roll like some big dogs. <laughs> We're gonna tonight. walk. We gotta. We gotta walk. We're gonna hoof it all the way down. Ooh, there. Those Ubers oh. gonna be. Those Ubers gonna be on fire. Ooh, I don't know if I walk. It's yeah, humid, dog. How long is a walk? Is that? It's a mile. But it's is humid, it? though. Mm-hmm. I know you're right about that. I guess I even thought it was longer than a mile. To be I mean, I just went outside to do some quick errands this morning, <laughs> and I was just like already sweaty. Yeah. Well, we don't want to pay for parking. We're cheap. I got free parking here. Yeah. And it is a country concert. I guess y'all probably could get away with being a little, you know, a little musty. No, is that right? <laughs> wow. Wow. Watch yourself. You know the sweaty outside barn vibes, you know. The y'all text could've... line is not going to be happy. <laughs> I think you look good, man. I think you could really I, do I think, You know what? I, I appreciate you, that. I think you could get I a appreciate num- that. I think you could get a number tonight if you wanted to pursue something. Mm. And you've got a nice, I think so, it's a, is it a button-up shirt all the way? It's not a polo, right? It's an no, actual button-up bu- shirt. Yeah, it is a button-up shirt, yes. That's looking fresh Brian, to I death. think you could do a mullet or like a mohawk. Yeah, You'd be lit. I like all the, the hair you got up top, yo, that'd be mullet. fire. Can yeah, we get a mullet I got to get the hair trimmed. That's the problem. I should have done that beforehand, but uh, I'm lazy. So. Especially for the night, man. You got you a mullet to go up in there. Hey, I think that's we, definite number. Can we set this up? Heat fan said he just started Ubering. He said he'll pick y'all up. Maybe we could put something else up here. Or you guys are just going to walk and nothing can convince you otherwise. I don't ride with Heat fans. All right. Well, we just had some shade there. Would you ride with a Heat fan and I, leave? I, I mean, it's a free ride. Yeah. I'm fat. I'm That's worth it. That's right. That's right. I was about to say, Flounder will uh, will just leave you hanging then. So, yeah, that's what I, I want to see both of y'all have a good time. Go to Bad Dogs. Go to the concert. And you guys you don't still have... see you said it wrong again. God, yes. Doghouse. <laughs> and somebody wrote that in. Somebody yes. wrote Bad Dogs. And the yeah. concert is outdoors. So, I'm saying yeah. that to say that tonight there will be people in there like, after you guys are in there dancing and having a good time, people are going to start to get a little sweaty because it's so doggone muggy out there. Now, I know a lot of people going to country concerts as well will wear jean shorts. They'll wear cutoffs. Did you guys ever consider doing that as a tandem? Jean shorts? Yeah, that's... Think that's 2007, a, man. That's a no. Is that when jean shorts died, 2007? I mean, I think that's when I quit wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen some people dress up for the occasion. You guys didn't put on any cowboy boots or anything like that either? No, you know you're gonna I see don't your own a pair. pair. Yeah, no, I mean, I used to have boots when I worked, when I worked in construction. I could have borrowed uh, a cowboy hat from my cousin, but, I mean, let's just... I hardly look like an ass when I wake up. I don't need to, you know... <laughs> Make it look any worse. So I, I would wear a cowboy hat. I, I mean, wish, that's true. I wish so badly that you would have worn a cowboy hat in here today. Oh, I mean, if trust me, as much as I love Tombstone, if I could pull off the look, uh-huh. I'd pull off the look. I don't think I could pull off a cowboy hat look. If you oh, if man, you wore good. the cowboy hat with what you're wearing right now, you would look like just. <laughs> I mean, that would be one of the worst looks possibly ever. I think, I think a cowboy hat would be dope. I think, I think it would, he'd be fine if he wore jeans, right? If he wore. F- I agree. Regular jeans, I think you'd probably be all right. But you come if, if you did that, you would be sweating up a storm. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also no just some jean shorts <laughs> because you guys are caring too much how you look. Nobody cares at this country concert. You're dressing for the occasion. It will be a great icebreaker. It will be a great thing that you can talk about in yes. some kind of social activity. It would be fantastic. Because you know you're going to get a, I like your hat. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Come on, man. I like your hat. What are they going to say, Wes? I like your hat. I agree. I think you could hear that at least a few times. See, women use little subtle stuff like that to let you know that the coast is clear for you to holler. 
and then you can start talking. That would yeah. be great. Look, I'm not going to act like I'm some I, player I get, around. I, I, I get I have a boyfriend a lot. So. <laughs> but it's going to be a lot of women at the show that don't have boyfriends. But, yeah, man, if you guys did the hats or, or did a nice uh, hardcore, like, hair hair type of deal like you need mm-hmm. conversation pieces that's right uh hornets ron said luke combs is a t-shirt and trucker hat type of crowd that's 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 very accurate well yeah you guys yeah. should that would i mean yeah, you're pretty close to it that your flout is pretty close to it i like i've just that's never seen i'm pretty sure i've seen luke combs wear this exact get up right here on yeah, stage that's so. it and you look yeah i think uh i think flounder looks great i'm really well, excited to see somebody what said bradley blank said nobody is gonna care so many people will be drunk this what? is this another is a whole fact now oh, I'm God. I know, what? What were you saying? Oh my God! To um, something else you can't read? No, Flan. We didn't invite NASCAR Brad. Oh, we're. Oh. I didn't know that NASCAR Brad was a country fan. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. I he, mean, he, you know what? Tom? I asked if he was going with y'all too. You he did. got. He got to go. He got to go to two races this past weekend. So. But I mean, he didn't. He didn't invite us to go. Oh yeah, that's go. Just, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, trophy husband mm. sent in a picture of a Reno nine one one GIF and said, "That's what you guys would look like if Walker dressed you." <laughs> that is not true. You're, I mean, you're gonna dress me next week when we go shopping for the ACC dinner. So well, let's see I, what you got. In wait, space. is Walker going? Is it just me? You invited both of us to help. Well, you we invited what? both of us. It's gonna be a show thing, and I think. We got to resend the invitation. Remember, Stro wanted to do this when she was doing the midday thing with us That's back true. during the fill-in time. That's true. Oh, yeah. She might. She would not be happy. Stro did want to go clubbing with us that one time when we were all thinking about it. And yeah. also do the extreme makeover when really it's just getting you a new outfit. She did want to do that. I mean, I mean, I need a new makeover. We'll start with the clothes. Okay. We can, we can start with the clothes. And you said, I'm going to be the one dressing you. If Wes is going to be involved, he's going to be the one taking the reins on this. <laughs> yeah, we've I mean, heard some just, Walker suggestions here. I don't know if he should be dressing anybody. But I himself. think for both of y'all, especially the dating profiles or for an event like tonight, like something drastic is what's going to get the job done. Like I should have shaved my something head. Something bold and drastic. <gasps> oh, yes, please. <laughs> I coughed. Because I wanted it so badly. <laughs> I went bald head, cowboy hat wearing fitty. I would have loved to see that. By the way, Bagel Guy makes a great point. You think someone named NASCAR Brad wasn't a country music fan? It's a great point. Mm. Yeah. I, I didn't say that. That was that. Oh, was he flattering. said, where y'all sitting? He said, he'll grab a ticket. There you go. See, NASCAR Brad is, I feel like that's the most optimistic dude ever. He's one of one, man. I mean, he's he's great. I love the fact that he listens to us and that he's a friend of y'all's, except when it comes to country concerts. But he can still go there. Oh, my gosh. He can get, he can get a ticket, and then he can hang out with y'all. Um, I also don't know. I imagine you guys would go to the Luke Combs concert. I'm going to a concert this weekend, too. Okay. Now, Killer Mike was, he is hosting a concert, I think, tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. He's going to be in town um, uh, publicizing Michael, the new album that he had. But I'm going to go to an Erica Badu and Most Deaf concert on Sunday. Okay. And I was asking you, remember when we were looking at tickets? Or I was looking at tickets. I was asking, is that a concert that you would go to? I wonder how many other people are going to it, but it's going to be at the Spectrum Center. I'm excited about it. And what's great is that even if it was Erica Badu, my girlfriend wanted to go. I was all for it. But then I keep forgetting that most deaf is going to be there as well. And that's oh, what really gets me excited. I didn't know. Yeah, Wes. Most deaf is going to be there. Now, it's not oh, most deaf. It's Yasin Bey now. Yes, that's but my guy, though. Is he really? Yes. He's going to be there, man. It gets One of me the ex- best voices ever in hip hop. It's a great voice. And plus, just lyricist. Will, yes. I mean, will beat yes. you in yes. a battle. Yeah. No doubt about it. Does that change? 
I mean, are you going to start looking? I don't know if there are tickets um, out there anymore. Yeah, I don't. I still don't think I will look. But well, it's a little enticing now, right? Because I'm thinking I'm going to go to the. I'm going to go to the Fifty Cent uh, Busta Rhymes. I think Jeremiah show. Okay, when is that happening? That's in August. Okay. Well, I might have to go to that too. But I'm excited for Eric Well, let's Kabandu. go then. Come on, get O. All right, let's 50 do that. Fitty and Buster, that's two of my favorites. Fitty, you want to go too? Fitty said, you got to go. Yeah. You know, when is this? Fitty going in August. to Fitty. If, if you share a name with somebody, then you got to go, man. Fitty sent. That would be fantastic. August what? I'll about tell you. All right, we can do that. I do want to talk a little bit more about this uh, documentary that we were discussing yesterday, if we're on a dead period talking about August concerts. 16th. August 16th. He's there, done. No ifs, ands, or buts. You're going to it. You can wear your cowboy hat as well. You will be the only one in a cowboy hat at the 50 Cent concert. All right, let's talk a little bit more about this documentary, Quarterback, released on Netflix. You're through three episodes, Wes? I am. I knocked it out last night. Did you? Couldn't help it. Kept going through it. Marcus Mariota, Kirk Cousins, and of course, Pat Mahomes, all featured on this entire series. And I love both of, I I love all three quarterbacks that they chose because they're on such different paths. You have what might be the best quarterback of all time when his career is all said and done. You have one that is polarizing in how good people think Kirk Cousins is. Hasn't made a deep postseason run. Does have one impressive victory against the Saints where he was a big part in beating the Saints in the postseason. And you have Mariota, which he hasn't lived up to his expectations Mm -hmm. after being the number two overall pick. Wes, I think what we're seeing from this documentary, and maybe I'm not thinking of something else out there, but from what I know, this is the most access we've ever had to what it is to be the quarterback, uh, to be a quarterback in the NFL. We're seeing so much. Yes. And I know you're only on episode three, and I'm not going to play too many spoilers here. You know what happens throughout their seasons. But we're getting so much access into what Kirk Cousins' life is like. They're driving home from uh, the post from their postseason loss against the Giants. And just a normal conversation between him and his wife while the cameras are there in the car going on home to hear him talk about his true thoughts after what is the worst loss of his career, if you take Kirk Cousins' word for it. You're just not going to get that kind of access anymore to see what Pat Mahomes is going through. Remember his ankle injury that he was battling through the postseason. You get to see all sorts of stuff of what he was legitimately battling. Same thing with Kirk Cousins. The pain, it's nuts. The sounds they make when they are in that excruciating level of pain. It truly, I think this is the best. I think the pain, this is the best that it's ever been put into perspective for me, Wes. Like they're these quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins and Pat Mahomes, are letting high pitched squeals out on the field. Yes, because it hurts so bad. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is going through a rib injury, gets hit, delivers balls on the dime. By the way, uh-huh. and is just ah oh, oh my like just on the on the ground in pain. Uh, it gives you a new level of respect for these. Listen, guys. you're talking about the position that gets hit the most unprotected. Like when you're talking about the fact that. They get put in compromising positions where they can't see the hit coming. They rarely can protect themselves from the hit. So what do you expect? 260 to 300-pound guys just teeing off on you. You don't know where it's coming from. You have a job to do. Like, like you talk about having focus in a job to where I've got to do this no matter what the distraction is around me. You could be sitting in your job. It could be your computer. It could be your phone. It could be anything distracting you from doing your work. 
Well, imagine the fact that, okay, yeah, Justin Jefferson's about to come open in a half a second, but, oh, yeah, there's a big defensive lineman like a Max Crosby that's coming to smoke me. There's nothing I can do about it, but I got to get this ball there. Imagine that type of distraction. It's great. As I said, I'm been uh, giddy because I get the language. I get all the stuff. I get all of the insides. I don't think there has ever been a better conduit to tell you what the message is and how it is to be a quarterback in the NFL than what I'm watching right now. No question. I, I, I know that sounds hyperbolic, but that's how much I stress that everyone should go watch this. Because if you want to know what it truly is like to be a quarterback. It's the best demonstration I've ever seen with this documentary. Mm-hmm. And we're only talking about a 2022 season, whether it's the Kirk cousins level of pain where we have AJ writing in. Yeah. He's a tough SOB. I felt Kirk's rib pain. It was absolutely brutal. You're seeing Pat Mahomes go through it. You see the kind of fight that Pat Mahomes goes through during this ankle injury. And plus not only that, It's really cool to see the level of communication between Kevin O'Connell and Kirk Cousins on game days. So Kirk Cousins, pretty even keel guy, but has his fiery moments as is evidenced by you like that. You like that. We'll show some character when he has the chain around his neck and he's dancing after a victory. You can see a lot of the communication between what he, what he goes through every week, trying to learn these play calls that are so wordy. I mean, the play calls are, we, we've heard Chris Sims talk <laughs> about this. Play. It's, 15 play, 15 words. It's absolutely nuts. I, I don't think there will ever be, I, I mean, look, you're going to have to go into more detail than this, which is going to be hard. But as of right now, anything that I've ever seen, I don't think there's ever been a better demonstration of what it's like to truly be an NFL QB. Yeah, and, it's, and, it's amazing. and the thing is, you talk about the play calls, everybody in the huddle hears just one part of the play call. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Quarterback needs to know it all. And so I think it just shows why they are the highest paid, why they are the most coveted position in all of sports. And so, I mean, all these guys are tough to be a football player, period. But just a quarterback, as I said, you're seeing what they're going through, their home life, what they have to do to prepare their bodies and all of these things, man. It just doesn't get any better than what we've been getting from this. Um You've put me on to some stuff to watch, and then I've taken care of it. I need you to finish it over the weekend, Wes, so we can talk about this oh, on Monday. Yes. Please do. Please do. Not that I control what you do on the weekends, yeah. <laughs> but it would be nice ever so please if you don't mind watching this so we can talk about I will. it. Fiddy, same goes for you, although I know you're going to be partying it up with Luke Combs tonight. Maybe yeah. you can take care of it. Maybe You can binge watch it. I know Slosh. you like binge watching. Slosh. <laughs> after that, after that, after tonight's festivities, make sure you go watch the documentary. All right, and also before that, before you get sloshed, as Wes yeah, is saying. Yeah, when he's laying in the bed with that hangover tomorrow, he can yeah. watch it. That'll be good. Uh, give us the last Fitty Flash of the day. Fitty. Well, a program that could have gotten sloshed was Tennessee, but their football program, they avoided a bowl ban, but was fined more than $8 million by the NCAA Division I Committee on on Infractions, which announced its punishment for the volunteers on Friday. After finding more than 200 individual infractions committed by the school, Mm. (laughs) which would make you believe that that would be worthy of a bold ban. But the NCAA said, quote, that the eight million fine was equivalent to the financial impact the school would have faced if it missed the postseason during the 2023 and 2024 seasons. 
Does that math add up? Because you played in a New Year's Six Bowl game this past year, and you got a very good chance to go back to one again this year. 200 infractions? 200. I would love to see the list of just how crazy. This is like the itemized bill that you asked for. <laughs> 200 infractions. I would love to see all of the details to this list because that is an amazing number. And you would think it would be a bowl ban. Is the math mathing to you, Wes, when Fiddy gives you all those numbers? Yeah, man. I mean, you look at it. Impermissible paid visits, direct payments to prospects, student athletes and their families, head coach responsibility, unethical content, conduct. Failure to monitor. I mean, they've got all types of stuff going. I don't know how they got out of a bow band. It's amazing. It's amazing to see that. All right. Uh, by the way, somebody was writing in on the text line. Uh, the documentary is called Quarterback. Literally, Quarterback on Netflix. So is. make sure you go watch it because I want to talk about it more. All right. Last segment to go. Week that was. We give you the best highlights, the funniest moments of the show over the past week or so. It's Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Weston Walker playing a little Narcos for you. You can get ready for the Mets game tonight. Starting a new series post All-Star break. And if you want to get caught up on all of it, then what podcast better to check out than Flushing's Finest for all you Mets fans. Catch it anywhere you get your podcast. Yeah, we're on Apple, Spotify, you name it. The Flushing's Finest is there. All right. You guys are the Flushing's Finest. It sounds like an insult, but it's not. It's not. No, it sounds like a good thing. Go check it out. If you're a Mets fan or if you're a Braves fan, you want specific intel to make fun of Mets fans for, then you can go to Flushing's Finest and you can listen to Fitty and Flounder on their latest pod. You can also hear Fitty cut up a few of the highlights in what was a great week of shows. Man, we were clowning something serious this week. That's just kind of how it was. Fitty was in a great mood. We were all kind of in great moods. And we're in a great mood right now because it's Friday heading to the weekend and we can't do it. Until we give you the week's best highlights, hit it, Fitty. Week that was. All right. The timing of the first clip could not be more appropriate. Because we had pizza delivered to the station. And it's <laughs> it's probably, like, it's 1A, 1B with my favorite pizza places in the world. It smells great. And also, Smokey was just walking past the glass dancing to this. Never been happier. Oh, Smokey. He was feeling it, too, man. I loved all of that. 
I don't know what you were doing, but go ahead. All right. So (laughs) earlier in the week, we got down a rabbit hole talking about the best family style restaurants. And when Walker brought up Sagebrush, forgot about this. We all kind of lost our mind. I've got another restaurant we haven't talked about too. Let me just throw out a little Sagebrush for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sagebrush. They used to be in Winston too. Every Friday night in Monroe, growing up, that's where me, that's where we'd go eat. Shout out to Cactus Jacks in uh, Winston Salem. Um, what it's makes no me laugh there. is Fitty being so seduced by some of these restaurants. Right. Let me throw sagebrush. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, throw the peanuts. Yes, Walker. Sagebrush. Yeah. <laughs> you are so happy to hear it, and that's how you react. It is a little disturbing how much you like sagebrush and some of the other restaurants and or food items that we'll bring up. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) What's the next highlight? Alright, so I I think this was in the same show. We were talking about White Sox Walker and it led you down a road about how the Fernando Tatis trade really killed you. And I compared Tatis, I thought I was comparing him to an animal but instead I compared him to a model. White Sock Walker, he's not dead because I want to see them do well. But, man, he was pretty damaged in the Fernando Tatis James Shields trade. Mm. <laughs> it should And rightfully so because Tatis is God. They traded for a win-now pitcher that really wasn't winning now. Mm-mm. And they got rid of Trace Thompson, Clay Thompson's brother, and Fernando Tatis, who is a pretty much, although he's not in the All Star game, right? Not initially. I don't, I don't believe so. But dude, he is just, dude, he is a Giselle playing in the outfield. <laughs> the way he just runs, what? is just mesmerizing. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> did you just I call? Talking about Tom Brady's wife. Did he just call <laughs> an African safari animal the model in which Tom Brady was married to for some time? <laughs> Did you just call him a Giselle? And is he posing for magazine covers? I think you mean Gazelle, right? I guess. Yeah. Uh, I love that I asked you too. I was like, "What in the world were you meaning?" And then Casey Steve said, "To be honest with you, a herd of Giselles isn't the worst thing in the world." Yeah, I guess that's just what you heard. Wes saying what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the best sound. Sa- well, there's a lot of sound in there, and yet Wes is what? <laughs> that was the best sound bite in that entire uh, sequence there. What really killed me was like I thought about that comparison. Like once you started talking about Tatis, because I love him, he's a hell of a player. Well, you were about to go for it, but then you stopped yourself. Yeah, and then then I just butcher it, and it's it's. Well, I probably shouldn't talk more than I than I should. Just a Giselle out there in the outfield. Still going to talk. Um, all right, the next one. So we had 7-Eleven Day also earlier in the week. And we sent Shroppy on a Slurpee run. And he gave us a detailed description of how he transported five Slurpees back to the station. That was the thing I was wondering, too. I was like, man, do they have drink holders for him? Because I knew that that was going to be a <laughs> challenge for him. So kudos. That gives him even more props to put five Slurpees in the car with no drink holder. And these things are frozen, by the How way. How did you transport them? Uh, Give us your play-by-play. Yeah, so I have my two cup holders up front that I use. And then in my back seat, there's a, a middle console that folds down. Mm. And I utilize those two cup holders. And then one was right in between my legs. Look at no, those. Oh, which one was that so one? So do you have frozen stars over there or what? Oh, no. <laughs> Look at 
the scale. <laughs> oh, am I drinking that? Oh God, no. That's definitely that was definitely fifties. So. Uh, oh heck Would yeah. that change your mind as good as they are? That even if you were drinking it, would you just decide to you throw mean it drinking away? the strappy crotch the slurpee? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? It's a little different. Strappy crotch. Yeah. Strap crotch. It's, it's different flavor. It sounds like a disease. To be honest with you. <laughs> it does. It still sounds like a disease. Man, I got strap crotch. Oh yeah. <laughs> Guys, it happened. I went to the Luke Combs concert and I came back with Shrop Crotch. Oh, <laughs> it, it happens this weekend. You just might as humid as it is out there. Brutal. All right, Finny. Next one. We still have five. We still have two more yeah, to get to. We got to. two more to go. We're going to continue with the Slurpee conversation because Wes tried the new flavor and when he described it, well, Walker started singing. Can you give us a review on this? This Sprite tastes line? like a just a frozen orange soda, Thank man. God. Mm, who's really good? Orange soda. <laughs> <laughs> like Minute Made Orange Soda back in the day when I told Dominic Wilkins I uh, drank it because of him. Okay. West loves orange soda. That's right. I do. Is it true? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Ooh. This is why we're the best new show. That's a promo. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be. You got to watch Keenan because Keenan be scheming. R.I.P. Coolio, R.I.P. Keenan and Kel. You were a little old for that, though, right? You didn't yeah, watch it? Yeah, you sounded like a West Coast singer, though, that used to be a pimp. I mean, Coolio. You I got guess. Sugar Free out there, some of those guys. That's what you sounded like. Right <laughs> yeah, <there. that's, laughs> Kel with the orange soda breakdown is one of the best breakdowns ever. That's just how it is. And Keenan, the show, it was amazing. It was must-see TV for me as a young boy. All right, Fiddy, last one. All right, the last one. I was really excited about bringing Steve Logan on the program because I've listened to him before. Great storyteller. And uh, he recounted recruiting our very own Wes Bryant some 15, 20 years ago. I remember one recruiting victory that you did get, and I don't know if you uh, remember me that well, but I know you remember my quarterback, Paul Troth, and he and I came up there to East Carolina for a visit uh, <laughs> back in the day. So I definitely said that uh, I was going to mention that to you and see if you uh, remembered me or remembered us, because I know you remembered my quarterback. Yeah, Vance High School, offensive lineman, big kid, eventually <laughs> went to Florida. Do you remember Wes Bryant at Vance High there, Coach? I do remember that, and of course, and that's what I'm speaking to. When Florida comes along, I'm not going to get that football player. Yeah, Coach, you were right about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? If if Florida had come along and that young man told me he wanted to come to East Carolina, I probably wouldn't take him because I think he was not very bright. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's man. True. I used to get a ton of mail from East Carolina, and then they started giving me the little handwritten notes and stuff like that. So yeah, the Pirates they they were on your boy, but uh, but we know we know Steve Logan now, so we can joke. Yes. But what was the reason that you weren't going to give him the time of day? He has an intensity about him, man. And when he smiled, I just still didn't see the warmth I want to see from my football coach, man. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Plus, they were in Adidas school, and I didn't like Greenville that much. So I was like, Ugh. yeah, I know a couple people that didn't go to NC State because they wore Adidas Yeah, back then. man. That's a true yeah, story. Yeah, because back then, Adidas football, I mean, they have decent gear now, but back then, Adidas was super basic with the gear. Where was your quarterback that was recruited? Where did he eventually go? He went to East Carolina okay, because so he, was a, he was a legacy recruit. I mean, but he got okay. offered. See, Coach, he left that out because my quarterback was one, one of the first classes of Elite 11. He was the number one senior quarterback in the state. He was 6'5", 225, 
And he got offered by Butch Davis on the spot at Miami and other places, but he chose East Carolina because his parents went there. How much money did Butch Davis give him? Man, I don't know, but I know that (laughs) based off what he said, he should have asked my quarterback, what are you doing here with all of the schools that wanted him? But he chose the Pirates. All right, that is a great week that was. We had a lot. It was. We had a lot to go through. That'll do it for Wesson Walker this week. Keep it right here. Don't go anywhere. From 3 to 6, it's the Kyle Bailey Show alongside Smoke Ludwig. Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNC. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend.